He worked yeah. hard. He built a movement. He was the most honest politician I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. Uh, he attempted to play by the rules. He still got fucked. He got completely fucked. I saw that he suspended his campaign Bernie, this morning. Bernie, unofficial millennial. <laughs> We're adopting him now. Yeah, I mean, he can join up if he wants. He can join up if he wants. Well, all I want right now is to go wherever Bernie is and share the beers that I've been opening before noon out of despair <laughs> with him. That's all I want. Time has no meaning in a quarantine. What is this new? It's true. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson's pickup lines. Volume two. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett. Everyone was bored. This is Rob at Dumb and Awful. Top 10 white women in comedy on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a three by three grid only nine people? Uh, yeah, well, the 10th the is the hidden Mahdi of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring math into this. <laughs> That's not math. <laughs> Am I supposed to introduce Fuck. myself? Hi, everybody. I'm John from BP Plitus at Facebook Villain on Twitter. Thanks, John. Yeah, I was about to set it up. But yeah, that works. Thank you. <laughs> Tight red. Brett is, I think Brett is, Brett is full on, black pill is not even a fair term anymore because he's like found the inventor of the black pill and killed him in cold blood because <laughs> it wasn't him. Let's be honest, ladies, uh, killed him in cold blood, boiled his bones down, made a new pill and then started feeding that stock. to people. No, like, see what I don't think you guys understand is you have to use the anger. Like the the rage power levels enable me to do more things and keep me from just laying around and feeling morose. You are just uh, laying around and feeling morose, though. You're just black pill now. Well, I'm literally that's not my secret, to go Captain. outside. Okay, that's the that the you know that's a big part of this. But I know, in general, but, but I'm just I saying the, the rage myth, to yeah. get me out the myth the that, the, that the rage is helping you. It's not helping you. <laughs> not right now. You know, you know what fucking helped me today? I've since I couldn't use my fucking stove, since my building is running on generator power after a big storm last night, I finally caved and ordered a bunch of fucking takeout. I spent like $90, including tip, ordering fucking Chinese food. And guess what? It was fucking delicious and re like restocked about half of what I felt I was missing just from not being able to go out and like talk to people anymore. I had a conversation while I was picking up my Uber Eats delivery with a random 55-year-old dude who rolled up up and just peeled the mask off his face to talk to me and even though he did nothing but make small talk that like would have been embarrassing even by my dad's standards it was still refreshing that's the level of desperation that i'm at right now dude every time i interface with like a uh, delivery uh driver here like when they give me the food it's just so exciting both to see another human and to get like prepared food and meats that like <laughs> I i'm sure i just look like you know a, a a child outside of Carentan being given American chocolate in World War II. <laughs> just like, really, mister? The whole bag? And he's like, yeah, you ordered it. <laughs> wow. So who do we think is going to be the Democratic candidate at the end of this whole shakeout? Because I, I, I have serious doubts. I would say there's about a 5% chance that they actually let 
Biden become the real, like the legit nominee in the general election, they've got to try to swap him out for like, my guess is Kamala Harris or big brain time. They ask Hillary Clinton to come out of retirement. And then Hillary she is like, the one I want. Yeah, at me this too. Point now. Give me a rematch. Bring her yeah. back. Let's see it. it <laughs> if libs want to turn politics into prestige TV, that's all it is, right? They're just like, oh, I, ho I hope my favorite character is uh, hop on TikTok later and I can expand the conversation like Chris Hardwick <laughs> style. Like that. That's what they're looking. That's why they love like Warren selfies and Pete Buttigieg's Funko Pops and shit. Like, yeah. This is like if Stringer Bell came back in the last season of The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure, it's trash, but all right, I'll check it out. I mean, since we're all here and this is all we've, we've already got. already jumped the shark. Throw whatever you got against the wall. Who fucking cares at this point? You mean, you mean to tell me they found Wallace at the end of The Wire? That's <laughs> nuts. That's really where they're at, though. Like, it's like that fucking Marvel movie. I don't watch Marvel movies, so y'all have, will have to tell me which one this is. Where at the end, everybody comes back through the fucking portals, and you can watch, like... The newest Avengers, yeah. Yeah, theater reactions of people losing their mind in the theaters. Like, oh my god, no way. It's like, you didn't fucking know this Bro, was going to happen. Know, I know what that is, and I know what that is. I know what that is. <laughs> it just, like, and then they did even better. Then they did the pose with all the women just posing together and yeah. fighting. So you could be like, oh, girl power moment, cool. Like, yeah. they, they just did that. <laughs> like That actually is how the libs are going to play. I saw someone that was just like, it was just a picture of all the candidates, like, just lined up like they were their favorite action figures. And it's like, united, strong, going to win. And I just, <laughs> it was just so funny to me that, like, oh, man. You, uh, hopefully people figure it out. But until then, definitely kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think they spend three or four months trying to do their usual browbeating uh, and saying, you know, Trump's the most evil thing in the universe. And then because they moved the convention back now. And we're going to beat him with the, with the guy that, that nobody gave a shit about, had no ground game, nobody wanted to vote for him, and they found a way to get fewer people to vote. It's just, let's I think, I think they, continue, I guess. I think because it's in <laughs> August, I think it's like in July or August now, they moved it back a month and a half or two months, that they wait until then. Just feel it out and then swap out for... I'm with Mason. I think they either go Cuomo or Hillary. You can't pick Ow. a candidate who is in the race because then all the It'll other candidates unfair. will flip their shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but like, what what is engaging about Cuomo? Like, I barely even know. I didn't, know, I didn't know there were two Cuomos. Cuomo. I thought there was just one Cuomo and I kept getting his first name wrong. God bless you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never lived in New York, so it's all, it's all Greek. It's all Italian to me, but it's just like... Yeah, You're not I don't supposed know. to call the one Fredo. The one on TV, <laughs> Chris Cuomo, gets really angry if you call him Fredo. He's not insecure about it. It's very normal, but it is a slur. It's the same as any other slur. And I'm going to go on TV and give you a heart-to-heart -heart about that real thing that happened. He's the smartest person in that family. Here's, yeah, here's what, you, what you should know about Cuomo. Uh, one, he appears like a strong daddy right now, which is what they're obsessed with. And yeah. two... Uh, he last week pushed through a new budget in New York because it's the normal budget time and it had massive Medicaid cuts. They roll back the bail reform that they had passed like nine months ago, uh, along with a bunch of other heinous shit. Why are you cutting Medicaid, Cuomo? How, how did they pull that off? And why did almost all the Dems agree to it? Well, I mean, Cuomo threatened to close every public hospital during the pandemic if they didn't vote for the Medicaid cuts. Wow, that seems yeah. super fucking responsible and like good politicking and leadership. That dude seems like his head's really on straight. Doesn't seem like a Fredo at all. The bar is so low just because the cognitive dissonance that, you know, blue check liberals currently experience. Like when Alyssa Milano 
had to take Me Too out of her profile, <laughs> right? And, and, and claim like, well, you know, I think if it was a credible claim, the media would have uh, covered it more. It's like that is literally the opposite of how the all this. That's not how this is. The whole Ronan Farrow thing was passed on by multiple networks because people don't cover that. That's sort of the whole point of this. And the point when they're removing that from their profile and saying, like the New York Times did an endorsement of Klobuchar and Warren. Like, you know what? Uh, these are the, the two flavors of candidate we think represent the best thing for our country. We did an interview series on FX for some reason where <laughs> you know, we sat them all down and we said, oh, do you have what it takes to lead? Uh, I love but, getting but, my Democratic primary information on the same network that I watch Archer, my absolute fucking favorite. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I can't believe they just did that wanky, thoughtfully thing, made two endorsements. They were both wrong. And then like with the same sort of thoughtful gravitas went, hmm, but what if instead of uh, a candidate that was a woman, we got a candidate that sexually harasses this woman? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing is like if, if they let Biden go up and be the nominee and play this out in the general, like how many states is he going to win? Like two on the East Coast and that's it? Like I mean, Utah or something? I don't know. I'm not willing to say that just because uh, economic collapse and pandemic throws a lot of things into disarray. That said, yeah. th that'd be a real strong argument for someone who wasn't in charge during the last collapse and did jack shit to help people. That's absolutely uh, true. Yeah, you can't even imagine like, well, I know he's shit on literally everything else, but <laughs> you know, maybe he's a steady hand on it. No, it didn't work last time, and this time is worse. Yeah, it's he reminds. I mean, people who vote for Joe Biden at this point are basically just voting for the candidate who most reminds them of their grandfather, whose catheter they had to change three times a week. I know I should like <laughs> check my privilege here because like I can actually remember two thousand nine, and and Joe Biden probably can't. But like, <laughs> we're just doing the same shit it's outrageous that that's why like that's this stuff can be a little bleak again i'm also trapped in a room with brett so the shit's getting real real <laughs> bleak in my outlook but like what's stopping them from just doing hardcore austerity now they've already shown that they'll spend total student debt forgiveness in the trillions every single day just like you said john to make the market do a little thing for like 10 minutes and then fuck yeah. off forever like, well, it's wild. It's like not just fucking student loan debt. It's like medical debt. They could have eradicated that multiple times over. They could have eradicated mm -hmm. homelessness like a, a thousand fucking times over with how much like fake ass money they pumped into the stock, mar stock market. And then I hear people saying like, oh, that was a loan. You know, they have to pay that back. Right. There's interest on that. There's this and that. Like. Who gives a shit? Like, give the fucking medical industry a quote-unquote loan. Print the fucking money into existence. Like, we all know, we all watched Zeitgeist like 10 fucking years ago. Money is debt, debt is money. That's like the one thing that fucking movie got right. Like, wrap your fucking mind around it. The more people owe each other money in the world, the more money there is in the world. Half of the fucking money in the United States is just debt we owe to China that we figured out how to turn into a commodity and shuffle around. It's all fake. Everything's fucking fake. But it doesn't mean that we can just ignore it you know there needs to be an elegant like thoughtful fucking solution to this and like the people who are kind of interested in modern monetary theory are getting at a couple of good things but we need a fucking paradigm shift we need to like figure out a way to legally acknowledge the labor theory of value or something approaching that would be a good start i don't they're not gonna do any of that though they're absolutely going to do austerity cuts they've already started um yeah. and if anything like so i know it's 
everything is grim and I am angry, but like to me, this is more of a um, moment of clarity, right? So for the, all that like crisis is terrifying and it is, and I understand that um, and very unnerving and unsettling, it is also becomes very clear who actually has any interest in helping you as a regular person and who is just going to let you die. And right now the entire party is just going to let you die. Right. They yeah. have no interest in doing anything but what they've already done. Uh, they're pushing just the same policy proposals they've been pushing for the last six years. Right. This crisis has done nothing to cause them to adjust. A uh, few examples here, because uh, this has been driving me fucking crazy all week. So uh, they passed this big stimulus bill. Right. None of us got money. And if you did, it's going to be chopped up into smaller and smaller amounts or mailed to you in four months. Great. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the banks got a huge pile of money and they rolled out one of the other big pieces of it was a small business loan, right? Uh, a, a small business. Hell like, yeah. Savings. Fucking thing. finally, boys, we did it. <laughs> when I lose my apartment, I'm finally going to be able to move into that like little tech startup I want to found in the <laughs> center of Pittsburgh that just makes fucking widgets for dogs. Well, I have bad news for you on that front because the corporations got their money immediately. Regular people are going to wait for months and small businesses, even if your business was running great, right? Things were going fine uh, and you just don't have money because, you know, everybody's stuck inside now. What they did, the government did, is the government's not going to give you money. They're going to force you to go to a bank and take it out at a usurious rate and so that you can now be heavily indebted to banks in order to just survive this. So they're basically giving you, giving your fucking small business and your future income and earnings to the fucking banks. It's just another opportunity to rob from you. Bro, I love fucking freedom. Who wants to shoot out pistols at the sky? <laughs> I'm going to take the moon down tonight, motherfucker. And, and that's if you can even get through the, the fucking Byzantine system that's required to access it. Thus far, no bank knows how to do it. They also just announced that Wells Fargo, uh, who has been under a sort of like small cap on what they're allowed to do asset wise, because if you remember, they were just straight up robbing from their customers. They literally did an ad campaign where they went re refounding Wells Fargo starting new 2017 <laughs> wow. we're done with the robbing <laughs> whoops it turns out they weren't done with the, the robbing. feds removed what small restrictions were on wells fargo so that they can loan to small businesses more effectively right lovely wells fargo we're sorry we had to punish you for stealing from customers here's some new customers to rob from also all restrictions have been removed god bless godspeed you boys at it again hey who put that mortgage in there <laughs> <laughs> The United States is like me eating leftovers out of the fridge at this point. Like, I'll make a cheese sauce, leave it in there for a week, eat it, feel shitty and sick the next morning. And then that afternoon, I'm like, you know what I think I should do? I think I should get a little bit more of that cheese sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want it even more. There's like a pathological need. I'm like, it might have been what made me sick, but I have to find out. And I have a tolerance now, so I have to eat twice as much. That's what we're doing. Every time there's like a problem problem that is caused by deregulating the fucking banks deregulating anybody who makes more than like a billion dollars a year uh, even a fucking 10 million dollars a year and then we have booms and busts people completely eat shit banks rob money from people these companies make horrible investments and need to be bailed out and then our answer to that is to do it again even harder we must have just not done it hard enough the first time and to continue your metaphor, the uh, fridge is getting pretty fucking bare now. There's not much left to rob. So, yeah. And I know we're not like big fans of small businesses and as like a large scale concept. But what ends up happening here is they all fail, right? So we come back, all of them go under. 
and besides just the like huge depressing alarming thing of walking around and everything only being massive corporations you also get the point where now all those people are looking for work with you oh boy yeah. all right and uh, if you get hired back by the way uh this is a fun thing they did last crash that i remember clearly if you got furloughed or fired and you think the corporations are going to hire you back jobs probably aren't there but if they do bring you back they are going to reset all your benefits starbucks did this last time Every yep. single person. No, um, Howard, why? Every single person. Uh, why and, did you do and, that, and, and I think it was, they started with the assistant manager position, right? They went, we're just going to fire all of you and then rehire you back. So that way all of your benefits reset uh, and you can't access any of them for another six to 12 months. Okay, good luck. My biggest fear isn't that my job isn't going to call me back to work. It's that they're going to call me back to work and try and be like, uh, we hired you for a little bit too much money per hour the first time around, and we're going to need to take a couple dollars off of that. Because at that point, it's just like I could I could literally go fucking work anywhere. Like I held on to this job because it was easy as shit, and I was overpaid because I was really good at lying that one day I went in for the interview. And like... What am I going to fucking do? Everybody's going to be looking for work. If there's not giant fucking public works projects or something to go and apply for, then I'm just simply not going to be able to find a job. And I'm going to end up like living on Patreon money, Twitch money and selling weed, which is like the dream. I'm, I'm lucky to even have that option, <laughs> yes. you know, but what about all the other millions of Americans and, and people around the world who are going to be hit by the. Oh, the yeah. Ripples Everyone of is getting laid clubs. off. Yeah. And it's like Brett was saying the other day, like it. it you get laid off in one job, that job doesn't come back. You now have to enter the the job market with everyone else. And it's yeah. like you, the next job you even are lucky enough to get is not necessarily even going to be in the same field. Like everyone is going to have a hard reset. Uh, welcome yeah. to shit show. It's going to be horrible for everyone who's being hard reset basically and may never find another job. Uh, it's also terrible for the Zoomers that now have to compete with uh, way more experienced people with may way more shit on their resume applying for jobs that in whatever ideal capitalist market economy, right, uh, yep. they should have a right to. Well, and it's like if we don't instate a fucking federal minimum wage of $15 an hour, or it should be much higher, honestly, but we'll just say 15 for the sake of conversation, then all of these employers are going to realize that people are applying for these jobs en masse and scrapping really hard to get whatever they can, and jobs that used to make $15 an hour are now going to be $10 and $11 an hour jobs, and jobs that were $10 and $11 an hour are now going to be whatever that state's minimum wage is. But yeah, this is why, that's why I don't think the system is fucking continuing anymore, right? Like, this is done, because you... Regular people don't have any fucking money, and the whole myth of uh, personal responsibility just fucking exploded. How the fuck am I personally responsible for anything if you make me stay inside, right? Yeah. If I just had a small job and all I did was like work at event planning, or I just showed up and helped fucking caterers, and that's all I did, and I had like a small life, right? I'm just trying to enjoy it, and I'm trying to get by, and I'm just fucking doing my thing, keeping my head down, and then one day, every single event for the foreseeable future gets canceled. Personal responsibility got nothing to do with that shit. You just got fucked. They're giving you no money. You're not going to be able to pay rent. You're going to fucking run out of food money pretty soon. And they're giving you no other opportunities to make more money or just fucking do anything to survive. They're not going to give you anything. This is why I think yeah. that, like it's done. Like they have no intention of actually doing the things necessary to keep the system alive. If they did, that would have been burning. They very clearly aren't going to fucking do that. Like, this shit's done. So I agree that like whenever we finally get out of here, it's time to get your shit together and fucking get out on the streets because we're all about to be fucked, right? Yeah. It, it has already begun. Every single state uh, has 
the normal food pantries and all the food pantries are running out every day before the entire line gets through them. Like that's horrific. This is also what happens when you let every side of the political spectrum do cut after cut after cut for just fucking generations. There's just nothing left. They've cut to the bone. They did most of that in 08, 09. Thanks, Obama. Right? There are no cuts left to make. They're trying, right? They're, they're trying to do Medicaid cuts, but there's almost no Medicaid fucking left anyway. They're trying to do food stamp cuts, but it already can't cover everybody. Like we're at the point where the system no longer does anything for regular people. Like what exactly is this social compact anymore? Like why this is where like, tell me the gospel of anarchy, John, because I'm fucking fully on board. What exactly is the point of this massive organization that we all buy into? If it has literally nothing for you in a moment of crisis, like in, in good times, all you do is steal from me and cause fucking endless wars, which by the way, we have not paused those in the middle of this crisis. Mm. Uh, but in a crisis, you guys do nothing for me. So why the fuck exactly do I need you federal government or even state government when you just do jack shit? But rob yeah. from me. Like, what, what the fuck is the point? This isn't even futile. You don't even fucking protect me from bandits. You are the goddamn bandits. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially where we're at. And, like, the gospel of anarchy is essentially, like, history has shown that any body that goes on long enough has a tendency to kind of turn into something that steals from whatever it originally intended to protect. But I'm not even at the point, like, I'm so fucking desperate now where I will take anything, any kind of revolution anybody wants to have. If you were like, we're having a fucking hawk's highest revolution and we're all going to build bunkers and that's going to be how we're going to take down the bourgeoisie. And I was like, is everybody already on board? And you were like, yes. I'd be like, then I'm on board too. Like, whatever the fuck it takes right now. And like, that's the thing about times of crisis is I think that everybody who's been like, oh, I'm an anarchist. Oh, I'm a Marxist-Leninist. Let's fight on Twitter for 45 fucking hours straight like it's not gonna have time to do that anymore there's real activism work to be done out there and we all have a really good excuse for sitting inside playing minecraft right now because we're not allowed to fucking go outside but the second i can go outside you better believe i'm gonna stop stacking blocks of fucking dirt and wood and diamond and start like hitting the fucking streets trying to organize people because everybody's gonna have time everybody's gonna be out of work unemployment line isn't gonna go back down you know there's gonna be like real social unrest there's gonna be real food scarcity and people are like oh we're over the biggest part of the hump the quarantine's most dangerous days are through wrong the most dangerous days of the quarantine aren't even when people are fucking still dying from the sickness it's the economic repercussions that are going to ripple outward into the capitalist fucking hell world we've built that's not suitable for sustaining it and it like four to five months from now you think now is unrecognizable this country is going to be completely different from where it was at before yeah, I mean, I, th- we're at the point where like, who gives a fuck about like what your tendency is? Let's get this shit fixed. I don't give a fuck what has to happen. Let's just get this garbage system out of here. It does seem very silly, those people that are just like, well, yeah, I do think there should be a national health service, but before you can come into the big tent, what do you think about Hong Kong? Nope, wrong. <laughs> nope. We all have to die in the streets now. Cause not nuanced have, enough. You didn't yeah. have the right take on Tito, so now we're not going to build any coalitions. Shame on you. I <laughs> mean, it's you, just wild. You you mentioned so the unemployment Fuck lines that are shit going right down. off. They already uh, so like un, the unemployment system has been crashing in basically every state in Florida, particularly. They basically uh, created this was Rick Scott. God bless Skeletor, that piece of shit. Uh, He created an unemployment system intentionally designed to not serve people. They designed it so that they could deny as many people as humanly possible. The maximum per week is like $270 is the maximum. 
the unemployment system immediately failed in Florida, like it crashed out entirely. And they and the fucking Republicans in the legislature went, ooh, that might be a problem. That's how bad it was. Republicans went, oh, shit. Right. The, so it crashed so hard that now they're having to do in-person unemployment claims in person during the pandemic. They're having to do unemployment claims for a max of about two hundred seventy dollars a week. That is the current system. Well, that's like I applied for unemployment the Sunday immediately after my boss let me know that I wasn't going to be able to come in. And that was like a couple of day gap. And then a few days ago, I get this fucking letter in the mail and I'm really excited because it's from the unemployment office and I open it up and it has a card in it. And it's like, register your card and, and you'll find out how much is loaded on it. And I register and I load it and I've been checking it for like four days. There's no fucking money on there. They sent me a card with no fucking money on it. And they're just like, I, I don't know. And, and, like, it's okay for me. Like, I have a little bit of a savings. I have other ways to make money on the side. Like, I'm not dying right now. My girlfriend is still working. Um, but <laughs> what about all of the people with, like, kids who can't go to their fucking construction yeah. job right now or whatever and are sitting at home wondering where, like, the fucking money's going to come from? I keep hearing stories, uh, like, on Facebook from my friends in Pittsburgh who are, like, I'm a service industry worker who lives with four other service industry worker roommates, and we all have not been working for three weeks, and we're just – we have no choice but to not pay the rent and, and fight our landlord. Like, that's it. That's what it's come to. Yeah, I kind of wonder, like, what is the the good dumb guy supposed to be doing right now? You know, like like, just, like, the Joe Rogan dumb guy – who's you know basically a, a good dude you know he, he goes to yoga and likes telling people about it he, he rolls and <laughs> you know says actually these are guys that you know these are savages they choke you out in a second so there's very little ego you know some of the nicest people around are you know the people you meet rolling like just an affable <laughs> dumbass right yeah what is he supposed to do because like joe rogan himself actually got uh, a lot of shit this week because he was like yeah you know what uh i'm not voting for for biden that that guy is literally dead so i won't be doing that um I, he, he now rogan was like i guess if i have to i'd prefer trump right so they're all just like rogan says you should vote for trump as if that was some terrible thing and not a reflection of where the country is as a whole but yeah to to my just good dumb guy what what is he supposed to do if he's like damn we need to get like doctors and shit out and like people need to get medicine um, what do do I have to vote for Biden? Does that do that, or I mean, how do I? My my experience is that one thing affable dumb guys are good at, and I think Joe Rogan is a prime example of this, is just like getting people to listen to them even when they're not really saying anything because most people are surrounded by such a fucking like nagging cloud of anxiety and despair and affable dumb guys are like the antidote to that right like it's so stupid there's no room to be upset about anything (laughs) so i i think that they need to be just like using whatever platform they have to encourage other people to like to go out and mobilize. Cause like, I, that's what I feel like a lot of the time too. Like I love reading theory and I'm pretty good about like online organizing and making sure that people who message me with questions get put in touch with someone who can actually help them. But I don't have a lot of on the ground experience. And in terms of like present day material conditions, I live a pretty insulated life. I do the same things pretty much every day. I don't really get a lot of chances to talk to the wider working class and 
I, I figure like, what's the best thing I can do is just like, if anybody's willing to listen to me for even a second, give them an idea that they can pass on to somebody else. Like, even if it's something as simple as like, you know, there's six empty houses in this country for every homeless person, like just something that gets them thinking. And I know this sounds cheesy and like, oh, like the liberals who are being like, if we're just kind and it becomes infectious, it will catch on. But it's like, I don't know. I think if you become worried in a poignant way and in a way that's translatable into affable dumb guy speech, maybe you'll have a better chance of getting it to catch on than, you know, the the arcane ways the left has been trying to reach the working class for a hundred years now. Because one of like one of the fascist successes is that their biggest guy, their biggest, wettest boy, is he exclusively talks in dumb guy speech. They're, that's the only kind of dumb guy speech he talks in. And it's charged. It's not affable. It's like really kind of gross and, and horrific and obviously on speed. But like. Yeah, that's how he described Anna Wintour at the last <laughs> Met Gala. But at this point, we just we just need an antidote to that. We need something that's like Fred Rogers socialism or like a weird, yeah, like a Joe Rogan, like a weird buff dude who's like, you know, I don't really care about tendency. I just think if you're anti-capitalist, that's good enough, bro. Up up top, up top, bro. You're going to leave me hanging? Like, that's what we need, amazingly. Is that, is that the answer? Because, like, I, I genuinely don't know where, like, say I had a room of, like, 100 just affable dummies. It's like, at what point are, are they allowed to break and go like, damn, that's fucked up. Like, during <laughs> Iowa, a lot of people were like, oh, that's fucked up. When Chris Matthews, uh, God rest his soul, uh, <laughs> was having panic attacks every night about fucking being guillotined. That's amazing. All he had to do was not freak out for, like, a little bit longer. He's like a guy that panicked on an acid trip, like, in the last bit of it. <laughs> like, all he had to do was keep it together a little bit longer, and all of this would have... Uh, He's the guy in Miami who fucking panicked when he had too many edibles, and so got kicked off the team and started just shutting the fuck up. Dion Waiters, uh, <laughs> and shout out to the NBA season, gone but not forgotten. <laughs> Still cashing those checks, Dion. <laughs> Plenty of time for edibles now. No, but like, if you're a dumb guy and you've watched all this, and then and then you watch, like, uh, South Carolina and the, the people who are leading in the primary just randomly give up and say you should vote for the guy who was like in fifth place who you forgot about who you think like he was like vice Obama a couple years ago anyway this guy sucks why is everyone voting for him now okay I guess that's what it is that sucks and then if they swap him out for like Hillary Clinton and Merrick Garland or like make Kamala his veep just all equally insufferable alternatives like at what point can the dumb guy go like oh I don't want to vote for that well I, then what I does think, he do I think maybe that was the one savvy join the fucking DSA like yeah, what's he gonna do who knows I mean the DSA is wildly insufficient at this point but it's like I think that was the one truly politically savvy thing the Democrats did this primary to block Bernie was they just threw out like 10 names. They were like, it could be yep. anybody. And they kept they kept obscuring the field and they kept pretending like there were other viable options besides Bernie Sanders to beat Trump. And so many of them were nobodies. And now they've got all these nobodies banding together. And they want it to be like this, this like storybook, like like fucking like movie ending that everybody talks about for for decades afterwards but it's not if they're Pete producing Buttigieg it comes through a portal get the fuck out of that room <laughs> 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 fucking dive through the window take your chances it's not getting better from that moment <laughs> just getting abducted into another dimension by pete but judge and just looking at his little rat face being like i thought the fucking slender man was supposed to be tall you short <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> 
you just look out your window and it, it's Liz Warren is half trapped in a tree, half in her portal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they want it to be this fucking beautiful fantasy, but he's just a new Jeb Bush. I'm just going to watch Trump bully the fuck out of him like I did with Jeb, which like, I'll say this. If you're going to force me to sit through this shit show, I will enjoy the circus and I will enjoy watching Biden be absolutely dismantled if he goes out and talks because he uh, fucking deserves it. I mean, I'm, I can't wait for the debate at, the, at, at this point, you know, like finding out that Bernie dropped out. I've lost all stake in what happens during this election. I'm probably going to vote yep. for Vermin Supreme. And like oh, yeah. fucking just getting to watch that debate will be one of the silver linings where Trump's like, he's a big pee pee boy. He peed his pants, everybody. His pants are soaked. And Joe Biden like, I did not pee my pants. I saw, and just the crowd erupting and laughing and the moderators can't handle anything and like get everybody to shut. It's going to be fucking golden. And you know, it's going to be a circus. They're going to get the fucking who's, who's going to be the moderators for the, for the Trump Biden debate. I'm guessing like Tommy Chong, Steve Harvey <laughs> and Ellen DeGeneres. That's my guess. It'll be the same people who moderated the last Bernie Biden one, except this time it's it's important that both sides get to talk cleanly. I actually have <laughs> I actually have a transcript that leaked. Uh, Politico got this of the first debate. Uh, it says here, um, Trump, and then apparently Biden says uh, everybody stutters one way or the other. So check out my message to you. As a matter of fact, I don't let nothing hold you back if a scat man can do it. So can you so oh, presidential yeah. from top to bottom <laughs> i love scat man <laughs> it's so good it's that so fucking fucks. addictive literally if if joe biden came out there and just did scat man it doesn't even have to be a good scat man he just put some effort in but don't make the mockery of it but if he goes out there and does scat man it's almost certainly going to be more pleasant sounding than anything he would actually say about any political initiative. I mean, if yeah. Joe Biden did a Scatman John routine, that would be like the one thing that could save his campaign at this point from the from the jaws of the Trump campaign. Because like it's like I was saying with Bernie for a long time, it's like if he just logged on to that fucking Twitch account and instead of going under the just chatting category, he played like Final Fantasy VI for a few hours and just like, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I, what do these different <laughs> potions do? This menu is confusing. Like that would win him at all 50 states. People primary keep telling and me Kubo. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm my, my, there's, there's, I have a lot of new favorite things going on now that the political moment has shifted into the uh, binary. Cause one, they do the thing where they go, guess what guys, if you don't vote for Biden, that's a vote for Trump. If you vote third party, that's a vote for Trump. That's not really my problem. Uh, I, I'm not a Democrat, and I vote for people that offer me policies. Uh, you're not really an arm of government. I don't know why I have to do what you say. I also just love the idea that like all votes default to Trump automatically unless actively cast for Joe Biden. Yeah. It seems like a pretty shitty system, Dims. And I had someone be like, well, that's because the Republicans have done such a good job of suppressing the vote. And I was like, well, damn, good thing we're going to vote for a guy who has no intention of changing the system then, huh? <laughs> like, what the, like what? what's the fucking I have plan here you dipshits <laughs> at this point the best tactic to stop Joe Biden might be to become a high level campaign staffer and stand directly behind him at every campaign rally and clap so loud in his ear like cup your hands and smack them together as hard as you can that he literally goes the rest of the way deaf and senile because Bro, I think you, that might actually work <laughs> if you rub peanut butter on the Medicare for all bill he'll fucking sign it <laughs> <laughs> Dude's wild. <laughs> <laughs>
I I basically just want Biden to win at this point, not because I think it would be any better for the country, but because then I can just sarcastically highlight every terrible, fucking awful, God forsaken fucking Trump policy uh, and and like rounding people up into camps and like everything that's going to continue or would continue under a Biden presidency if it were even remotely plausible that he could win the general. Like just to be like, is this what you wanted? This was yeah, your I, guy? I want to see, I want to see – Jimmy Buffett performing live on the National Mall at his inauguration. <laughs> I like mine with therm buffs. You know, you know, you know what I like with my. You know what I like with the thing. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett is the perfect French fried uh, tomatoes. It used to be. <laughs> J- Jimmy Buffett is the perfect Joe Biden opening act because they would both get ten percent of the way through their set and give up the rest of their time. Absolutely. Some people say that there's a woman to blame, and that's my attorney. And it's a real actuarial reality for me and my campaign. Anyway, welcome to my inauguration. And I know, it's Sarah Palin's fault. Uh, but the other, the I'm other... being told to say it was their fault or or it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa Milano we are in agrees. fucking hell. We're in hell. They took me two out of their Twitter profiles. It's <laughs> <laughs> deranged. Everything is so fucking different now, and like organizing. How many people came to the left from the internet? Like I was already exactly. in, in inclined to be left. Like <laughs> they I... certainly didn't come from labor. Like no. shit is is rough in the United States. The fact that that people showed up from anywhere. Uh, and actually mobilize towards, like, I think the left did a good job here. Like, we lost, but we're supposed to lose. It's like that, uh, what's that damn game about communism and being a cop and Chapo's in it? Disco Elysium? Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium, yeah. When you unlock the communism brain thought, uh, it, it says, we are now 0.0000000001% to global communism. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, boys. <laughs> And it's like, uh, you know what? We're definitely better off than we were 15 years ago and like, you know, forward. 30 years ago. Yeah. I think that's actually untitled Goose Game. I'm not 100% sure on that one. <laughs> but, I mean, the Goose yeah. is an alcoholic and his wife doesn't like... I haven't finished this, the game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, all the best stuff from the United States in the last 10 years has come from the internet. Like, pop stars have been popping up off the internet. Shows get popular because people talk about them on Twitter. Like everything revolves around internet discourse. And then people have the audacity to be That's like, so horrible. yeah, it's awful. But then people have the audacity to be like, Oh, if you're not on the ground, then you're not actually engaged in part of the wider left movement. And it's like, I think you're going to be surprised. Joe right? Biden just took fucking power with nobody on the ground ever. It was a pure joke. media. Yes. Yeah. For all, for all the, the libs were just like, oh, can you believe it? Trump just n- doesn't even have a ground game. He doesn't get the consultants. You know, he just shows up on TV and he thinks that's enough to become the president of the United States. And now they're doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's working. And he's just using, I, I do sort of love, though, the juxtaposition that the Democrats are using old media like TV and Trump is using the Internet. Like, it always is very entertaining to me when the Democrats are the more reactionary in how they how they do their day-to-day lives than the fucking Republicans. It's fucking, they, they do it consistently, and it just blows my goddamn mind uh, every time. Well, on the same day, some people were talking like, you know, UBI, which definitely has its issues on the right. Liberals were literally penning, like, odes to the Weimar Republic. Did you see that? Yeah, that was outrageous. <laughs> did you, like, did you catch that, that there was a day or two 
where they're like, um, actually, we should be modeling ourselves after that sort of resistance. And it's like, how did that go? <laughs> <laughs> About the same way it's going again. Yeah, I mean, what what was what happened the last time we elected Catholic moderates in this country? They got fucking assassinated over and over again. So, you know, I don't know if the Weimar example. I mean, I feel like it's already played out. And and that's the other thing is like, who whose economy did Adolf Hitler, who ran during the Weimar era and chain and like his election was the end of the Weimar era? Whose economy did he want to model his economy after? Yes, Benito Mussolini, but also the United States, specifically nope. Henry Ford. The man nope. idolized Henry Ford. Like how And Henry Ford loved him. Yeah, oh Henry Ford, he got in a bunch of trouble. He eventually got out of it, but he got in a bunch of trouble because the United States told him that he had to stop sending aid to the Nazis, and it was later discovered that he never stopped sending aid to the Nazis. He sent it to them the whole war. During the Bill invasion, Ford tough. yeah, I mean, uh. he he. My still one of my favorite like weird things that exist in our system is Henry Ford died. He put a giant, basically vat of money, like think Scrooge McDuck levels of money aside, and it just exists to self perpetuate. Technically, it does quote unquote good works, but the good works are always lesser than the amount of interest it, it accrues. It's just a giant pool of money, billions upon billions of dollars that just sit there and accrue and accrue. And it, it's just its own fucking ecosystem now. Like, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Well, the, he, his goal, because cryogenesis hadn't been invented by the time he died, <laughs> was that he was going to pool all of his money into a giant pile. And with a sufficient number of bills and coins, it's all in ones and quarters, by the way. It would eventually, over the course of the time, you know, infinite monkeys, infinite typewriters kind of deal, assemble into a conscious being, a sort of matryoshka brain, in, into <laughs> which he would eventually be reincarnated so he could ride out the heat death of the universe on his wealth. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos has taken up that torch. Jeff Bezos, Walt Disney, there's a, there's a whole lineage here, and they all hate Jewish people, like, a lot. <laughs> just just Jeff Bezos sending out von Neumann probes to let people know his dick is normal. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's all we got for this one. Uh, thank you, John, for coming on um, from BP Bledis. Uh That is at Facebook fill-in. Uh, it was Rob at Dumb and Awful, and I'm Brett at Relentless Board. The show counts at Dumb Awful Show. Um, we have bonus episodes up on the Patreon. Um which we'll have more of soon. Sorry, this quarantine is kind of murdering us. So <laughs> apologies, friends. Um, I do have more things planned, though. So those are on their way. Just, by the way, thanks for listening, all of you. I, I always forget that there's, like, as many as there are. Because, like, we have a good Discord community. They're really good. We talked about it before. You know, people, like, watch movies together and play games and all that. But in our last one, which we did uh, the episode Neoliberalism, The God, just shout out to Charlemagne, uh, the radio <laughs> host. Um, so we posted an image of us like all masked up for, for COVID, right? Because New York is wild right now. It was amazing. All the people that are like, whoa, face reveal from dumb and awful. And, and, and uh, oh, look, look at Brett and Rob and the mask. And I realized well, that, well, how can that be the case? Like I've, there's photos and videos of us doing all sorts of stuff like on Twitter and, and on discord and shit like that and on stream on Twitch. 
But then I realized, like, oh, actually, most of our listeners are just, like, sweet, normal people. <laughs> God bless all of you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if this is, like, very jarring, because I'm sure, like, most people just got this from, like, the recommendations in iTunes. <laughs> like, they're just driving to work, and they're like, dumb and awful. That's a bit cheeky. Why not? <laughs> and I, I just want to say, uh, God, God bless you. Thanks for listening as, as much as you have been. And hopefully this is okay. When you started listening, you probably didn't think that uh, Brett would – be landing like within a year at Mal was a pussy, but <laughs> <laughs> here we are. Uh, kill for new I'm Mal. going through this with you, so uh, uh, thanks. Say hi if if you want, but uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, y'all. Oh, and listen to Beep Beep Lettuce. Like, what the fuck? Obviously, oh yeah, uh, I have a show. And we Brin have and lovely Chris hosts. I have a and John. I have a Twitch channel. Yeah, it's like a really, it's a really good show, and it's on a tear too. Like even for a really good show, it's on a streak. So oh, this really? is a really good time to start listening to Beep Beep. Oh, nice. It all blends together for me. But you have a, you have an, you have a. Yeah, that's glowing because the last three weeks, from the last three weeks, you've been in fucking Hulk mode. <laughs> Just I, you can hear the veins popping out of your temples <laughs> in real time as you go off. And by the way, uh, the, the, the gunshot soundboard is not making things any more tame. <laughs> That's all Todd. That's all Halo boy. My, my man is over there just calling out proper nouns and then putting in gunshot <laughs> sound effects. It's just really, it, it, it's a great show. You got Bryn who like just it makes incredible like emo music and you listen to it and you're like damn i feel slightly less lonely and then all of a sudden it's just like yeah and the ak-47 won't jam as much <laughs> it's, a, it's a hell of a program so you know if you've been if you've been listening to this uh random commuter uh listener and you're like actually th these guys aren't hardcore enough I, go to the slightly sketchier neighborhood across the uh <laughs> across the road they're very friendly it always smells like weed yeah it, um, it's absolutely lit over learn, there you'll learn a lot <laughs> all right thanks y'all